Hi guys, welcome back to The Backbeat. We are today chatting to Canberra-born, Melbourne-based, kind of all-girl but not all-girl, very (laughs) femme-focused band, Moaning Lisa. Um, They've been described as a range of punk rock, grunge rock, shoegaze, bits and pieces, and have an upcoming album, something like this but not this, and a tour early next year. Um, We've just been chatting about our cats and COVID, (laughs) but outside of that, how's life? Good. Yeah, you answered this, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just looking at Haley and I thought, oh, she might like to chime in, but I'm like, yeah. I'm good. How are you all going? Good. Uh, album's coming out in five days, which must be super exciting. That's it. It's really like um, it's definitely lifted our spirits in the last couple of weeks, just like leading into it and getting all of these requests for like cool mm-hmm. podcasts like this and interviews. And um, we've been doing a an social media campaign kind of thing. We've been counting down the days mm-hmm. and yeah. making little videos for that. So it's like um, the lockdown has suddenly like we're suddenly really busy and we're doing all of these kinds of things and it's just yeah it's really um it's kind of lit a fire under us which is really nice because nice to feel a bit more normal yeah things have just been a bit dead (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and you, you you know you try your best to create content and you know um communicate and try to i don't know connect with the community in different ways but um there's only so much you can do for sure i think mm. we're we're super lucky just the fact that we have the internet as a, a resource really that's like it, if this yeah. had happened like 30 40 years ago we'd be screwed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely and um, like tiktok's become a huge part of everyone's lives as well i've seen that you guys are yeah. on tiktok was that just yeah. like purely out of boredom or a bit like okay well we're going to use this to like market ourselves a bit as well you got to jump on it like yeah. it's the it's you know it's just the way things are. What's um, well, I mean, I've really enjoyed TikTok myself anyway. Like I haven't um, uploaded anything from like my personal account, but it is pretty miraculous how the algorithms uh, just somehow learn. I guess it's AI, but yeah. It, um, yeah, it learns kind of who you are and it shows you things that you didn't know you wanted to see and then suddenly it's there for you to see. And, and um, then you have an identity really crisis. Cool. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> yeah, far out. Um, I listened to your previous podcast with Sez. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was really cool um, because that was someone who I saw come up on my t- TikTok yeah. algorithm. Um, and I thought it was funny. It was like this... Uh, what did you say? You called it like she was quasi viral or something like that. Oh. And, um, and she was like, Oh, I just want to be viral, but niche. only in, only in niche. Brunswick. Yeah, like niche. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's spread out to Preston, but I mean, it's still Northern suburbs. So you yeah. can let her know. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. becoming more of an icon. Yeah. Well, if she's listening, <laughs> hey. Hey. love the content. <laughs> Give us a follow. Have you? you, She's got her own podcast as well, which is hilarious. Yeah, I had to listen to that too. It is like you interview someone and then you you go and find, you know, what they're doing and, yeah, listen to that. It's just like a bit of a day-to-day ramble, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have that kind of background company, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also looking up, I was like, I wonder if the band name is from anywhere. And I found on your Instagram somewhere that it's from a Wolf Alice song, mm. but it's also a Simpsons episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was that deliberate or was that just like, oh shit, that too? <laughs> Well, I think the initial idea was like, you know, we were all very into Wolf Alice um, from the very beginning of um, when this band started. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were kind of just trying to come up with ideas for band names. Um, And I think we had like someone mentioned Rusty Peaches at some point, but we're like, yeah, but... Moaning Lisa's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty Peaches? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I like remember, it. I just remember that very vividly. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but it, we've taken Moaning Lisa from the Wolf Hour song, um, yeah. Moaning Lisa Smile. Yeah. Um, and then I think they've taken it from the Moaning, uh, the Simpsons episode. Right. But it all works out well because I think – we do relate to Lisa quite a bit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly that episode as well. Like, I mean, um, going into this album, we've kind of been telling the story of like that it's it's about feeling your emotions and, and being real and, you know, dealing with them and um, tackling things head on. And it kind of reminds me of that Simpsons episode actually where um, Marge Simpson is... She's talking to Lisa in the car and she's she says something along the lines of like it's okay to feel sad. Yeah. Like and she validates Lisa's feelings and it's just this really beautiful moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so, love that. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely relate. They um they yeah. surprise you sometimes with with lines like that, especially shows like that. Like you think it's just a haha family comedy, but they hit you in the feels sometimes. They really do. The Simpsons. The Simpsons do that particularly well. Like yeah. more so than any other. Um, I guess adult directed mm. um, cartoon. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess because they they. They're not an adult cartoon in the way that South Park or no, yeah, they get yeah. very subtle social commentary. Yeah, where it's like yeah. all yeah, ages yeah. can kind of be like, cool, it's good. And then yeah. I like grow up and go, oh, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can enjoy it. It twice. wasn't all. Yeah, it wasn't all like fart jokes and poo poo jokes. And stuff. Yeah, well, like Family Guy kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on Family Guy. <laughs> oh, I cannot stand it. Um, well, going back to things feeling a bit more real, you do have a couple of upcoming tours, one supporting Luca Brasi, which should be super, super exciting, and then you're pretty much just jumping straight into hopefully your own album tour. Fingers crossed those are still going ahead, but um, how do you feel about hopefully getting back into performing again? Oh my god! Just someone, someone asked me to rate like how keen are you to get back on the stage? Yeah. Like one to ten, what what do you think? And I'm just like, God, fifty. Fifty yeah. <laughs> for sure. And I think because like you know the album's coming out in five days now, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like with the tour going ahead in about February, like it's gonna be our celebration i would say yeah 100 mm. um, i think for a yeah. lot of people it's going to be a, a big celebration as well like for your fans as well yeah that's right i think that's the way i'm seeing it right now because um you know when it does come out it's like oh finally it's out and then it's kind of like 
what do we do with it now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the dog chasing a car. Yeah, exactly. So we I'm really, really. We haven't really spoke about like the set le- set list length mm-hmm. that we can have for our own show because, I mean, with the Luca Brasi ones, I suppose like touch wood that actually goes ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, we'll play all the old ones and sort of bring some new fans in or something. But Bit of a warm-up you know, as well. I kind of want our headline tour to just be like, two hours of content yeah. <laughs> yeah. the oldies and then oldies like we're only five years old as a band but like the play the ones that people know and then all of the album tracks as well like oh so what you do is you go um opening act moaning lisa second support moaning lisa, headliner, yeah. moaning lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you take a break yeah, so yeah. How do you guys think the album's going to translate into like a live setting do you have any special ideas with how you want to like perform a couple of the songs or any visual ideas Mm, well we were in rehearsal before this particular lockdown like when we thought the tour was coming up sooner and we had Mm. a few ideas for content so we were rehearsing the songs pretty well and just translating them to a live thing um because a lot of the writing, a few of the songs we wrote during lockdown and weren't all in the same room and um, wrote them in a way that was more um, collaborative in a, you know, inputting things into the computer and not playing in a live yeah. rehearsal room like what we would usually do. So um, some of the songs were like, oh, God, we actually have to learn them and learn how to play them. But, I mean, luckily... When we write music, we're always thinking about the live. We're not adding too much that we can't perform live as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have a few like samples that will trigger and we'll create atmosphere using like, you know, wibbly wobbly <laughs> things going on in the background and, and stuff like that and create some ambiance and some, you know. A vibe. A vibe, yeah. We'll vibe it out. And then um, I think we're pretty... We're pretty tight. Last time we played, we were pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. Like for, for us who hasn't been like playing shows for months on end now, I think we that was a pretty solid effort. Yeah, yeah. What 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 are you most excited to play live, Ellen, from the album? You're stealing our questions. <laughs> <laughs> flipping the flipping the script. I'm interviewing Ellen now yeah. and you're just pretty to it. <laughs> Honestly, um, actually, I'm really very, very keen to play Fussy Live. Yeah. And I really want to see you play Don't Dream. True. Okay. Yes. There <laughs> is a song that um, it's kind of inspired by a Julia Jacqueline sort of singer songwriting thing um, that, that I actually wrote. And the mm. bulk of songs like particularly all the lyrics are written by charlie who is yep. the lead singer so she sings her own words and that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. yeah um but this one is just me solo singing this kind of like 1950s oh, wow. style ditty uh so i mean it's i'm not used to cool. that but um i'm sure it'll be fine that's, you'll be great yeah, that's very so beautiful <laughs> thanks ellen you're welcome <laughs> Um, well, we were listening to the album because obviously we got sent the the stream prior to release and it's Ooh. sick. 
Exclusive. Um, yeah, we're very <laughs> special people, obviously. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I noticed uh, the combination of the in the song Enough, there's a mention of like Libra and Cancer and then you've got your star sign TikToks about like what which songs are what star signs and stuff. So are we into astrology, ladies? <laughs> I mean, tell me you're queer without we- telling me you're queer. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Very much. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit. A like, little bit. So what are your big three? My big three Do you know are, your big three? Um, yes. I am <laughs> uh-huh. Aries, Aries Sun, mm-hmm. and then um, Gemini Moon, and an Aquarius Rising. Oh, fun. That's fun. Mm. What are yours, Ellen? I can't remember. Um, mine is I'm a Gemini Sun. I believe I'm a Taurus Moon. And I also believe my rising sign is Scorpio. Oh, that rings a bell. Yeah. So, so we both have like different, um, I guess, elements. Yeah. Um, in our chart, which keeps it interesting, I guess. Bringing something to the can well, be like, quite compatible, though. That's it. And like, um, Charlie is a Leo, and Hayden is a Sagittarius. The other two fire oh my signs. God. Yeah. And I'm an Aries. So Shit. we've got. We've got one of each fire sign in the band, and then Ellen is our air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so just like, like going out, basically. Yeah. I'm just like, surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's working pretty well. Like, um, she, I don't know, it, we complement each other quite a bit. Like, if um, I'm a really temperate kind of Aries, temperate, is that a word? Like, when you have a, you know, I don't have an explosive temper, but I mean, more so than Hayden, he's more like, Embers mm-hmm. <laughs> pulling away, and then me and Charlie are just like, <laughs> so the different stages fire. of the fire, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just like over here with my air, just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like that, those like blow up, um, yes, 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 yes. yes. yeah. Everyone flailing. listening at home, we're all flailing, yeah, in the video. <laughs> Chill out, guys. What's going on? <laughs> Would you say you guys are the kinds of people to judge someone on their like their sun sign? Or not really? No. <laughs> I mean, no. I think I used to do that a lot more than I do now. <laughs> like when you first kind of get into it, you're like, oh, fucking Capricorn over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe to an extent, yes. Mm-hmm. But there are so many variables, mm. you know, like where, you know, where is your Mars and yeah. Mercury? Very true, know? very true. Yeah. Um, so kind of um, so kind of speaking about like the punk scene, um, you guys have garnered a bit of media coverage for speaking out against like antisocial behaviour at gigs which and like that kind of typical behaviour that unfortunately we just see in those more like heavy hardcore scenes. Um. So have you guys had much experience with that, like at your own shows? Hmm. Do you want to speak on that, Alan, or should I? Go. Um, have <laughs> yeah. a think about this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there, there are small things that every band can put into place, um, whether you think it affects you or not. Mm. Like it affects the people who are coming to see you. Um, I think... The cat just tried to get out the door. <laughs> um, so if you hear the door slam, it's just the cat. Um, what was that? Sorry. Uh, so you can you put things into your contract basically that 
you can call the shots to an extent, like mm. requesting gender neutral ba- neutral bathrooms um, is a must. That's on all of our contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, keeping a, a clear visual of of everyone and the security and just yeah, I don't know. It's we've we've. <sighs> It's hard to speak on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while since we've been yeah. in this situation. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, I, I, I would love a mosh right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like when you're on the stage, like you just want to concentrate on your performance, but sometimes things do start going, getting a little bit out of hand mm. yeah. in the crowd and it takes you away from what you're doing and what you're trying to communicate and, you know, that vibe you're trying to build. Yeah. Um, having to always keep an eye on people, but we do. And um, we do see you if you're out there causing trouble. We, we see you. <laughs> um, and, I mean, things seem to be it's, – it's really hard to speak on because we haven't played live in yeah. so long. So I'm like, I don't That's even so know. True. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. It's sure. going to be like. Um, you I know, think- are people going to just go completely insane and start ripping themselves to shreds? Yeah. Because- they yeah. haven't been in a mosh pit for so long they're just like fuck it let's go yeah I, don't know, um, I really hope it just goes back to like okay we can finally go see live music let's just love each other appreciate and each other yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. or well, people just won't know how to be yeah. they, they'll just stand there like what, <laughs> what do i do yeah. <laughs> although um just to add to that although i do think you know we've had instances where you know um there have been situations where it's not been ideal for us while we're we've been performing on stage mm. and I think sometimes like there are a lot of considerations that we kind of think about when we like tour with other bands for example mm-hmm. yep um you know for example like we because for our audience we want them to feel safe and included and um in the space that we're performing in and that's really important to us and we we Mm -hmm. value that very much and something like having gender neutral bathrooms is just you know I think the minimum Mm. that um we should be doing um and you know there have also been instances where we're like when we play a show we're like oh what's a symbol that um our audiences can kind of um I guess physically say with Mm. their hands or something like that um just to signal that you know they might need some help yeah um and I think you know that's also really important um Mm. yeah there was like a while there we were using a three three finger salute kind of thing yeah that's a really good idea yeah and I mean that kind of thing can catch on Mm. uh it's been done before Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of our audience are, you know, from marginalised groups. Um, so we, you know, they're our first priority. Yeah. The trans community, the queer community. Yeah. That's our main priority and that's who we are playing for, end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, why wouldn't you want to include those just like small things that you know are going to make your your audience feel more comfortable, you know, like yeah. easy things yeah. as well. Yeah. I suppose it's a lot, a lot of that 
those specifics aren't necessarily thought of beforehand. So it's it's actually really interesting to to have you guys have those answers and instead of it just being like, oh, guys are shit, you're actually putting things in place for things that you can yeah. control. Because it's hard yeah. when, you know, you're in a room full of people mm. and not having some sort of, I guess, contingency plan of like, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? How are we going to deal with it? Mm. Um, and, yeah, I guess it's just, yeah, important to consider <clears throat> those things. Yeah. Have, have there ever been times where, like, not need to name any kind of names or anything, mm. where you've had to turn down an opportunity because you're like, well, this isn't going to work for us, this isn't going to work for our audience, like it's not going to fit our vibe? Like has that ever happened before? I guess that, that you know, we, all, we always consider that kind of thing before we say yes to any shows. Yeah. Uh, if the band that, say, we've been asked to be a support on a lineup where we don't align mm. with the other bands on the lineup, with, that we do take that into consideration, and that even if we're being offered, say, quite a lot of money to play a show, we need to make sure that it always aligns with our values before we say yes, and mm. we put that before any kind of guarantee. Yep. Uh, because we've done that in the past, where we've said yes to play something because it's like oh we just really need this money um and then we had a shit time and Mm. uh I can't recall exactly what those things are and sometimes they surprise you as well it's like I don't think this is going to be very good but then it actually ends up being very good yeah Yeah. so yeah I mean we we've definitely got an ear to the ground at all times about um you know other people in the entertainment industry who mm. may be problematic. Yep. Uh, and, you know, we try to be on top of that stuff yeah. as well and just the conversation around certain festivals or bands or yeah. anything, you know, we try to keep an ear to the ground and see what's going on. And It's, yeah, yeah, 100%. It was um it was interesting. I used to work at Stay Gold in Brunswick. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, and I can't remember what the gig was, but we had a couple of people come through the door who were either trans or non-binary or something. Um and they they kind of before they even asked the question, they were exhausted. They wanted to know if there were any gender neutral toilets in the building. Mm. Um And they just, you know, obviously a lot of places are still yet to catch up on that and it's only just becoming the norm, I guess. So they're used to having the answer be a no. Um, And they were just kind of expecting that and just already dead. Like, I already know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask anyway because it's what I need. Um, Mm. And as soon as I said, no, 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 they are. Like, they're all, you know, gender neutral. You can, they're up the back wherever you need them. And their face just lit up. Like, it was a whole new gig for them. Like, it was, (laughs) they were so excited and I was like, Oh, that's just made my night. Just the fact that, like, like I didn't do it, but that they were able to feel so much more comfortable in the space, and and that that whole night they were, you know, lit up yep. for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the more the more bands that request these things, um, the more venues just start doing them. It's just and just start normal. Yeah, putting it into the way that their business runs, and yeah. like everyone needs to be on board with that. You can't just have a few bands. Yeah, requesting these things, you know, it it catches on because there's demand. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we in Melbourne, you're pretty safe. Like you can, you yeah. know, people know the venues and yeah, it's caught on pretty well here. Uh, it's when you go out into regional places that these mm. issues do start to become more apparent and it's it, it is actually the regional places that we've had the most struggles because it's where it's places like that that homophobia is still rife yeah oh I absolutely agree with that yeah. I've been to gigs in um even just like Torquay I went to um like a heavy gig there yeah and just like the boys in particular that were at the front like doing like their freaking the circle thing and just like jumping on each other just no disregard for anyone else just trying to you can mosh responsibly you know and it just like mm. wasn't <laughs> happening it just wasn't happening at all yeah, Whereas, yeah like yeah. I've been to similar gigs closer in the city and it's it's not really so much like that but um yeah, yeah. one thing that Charlie says when like people are getting out of hand it's like everyone up and down not side to side yeah. or something like that <laughs> Just, That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we we're known to stop playing halfway through a song. Yeah, to it would be so things. jarring for them. So of course they would stop. Mm. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's, it's also so, like, what are you gonna mosh to? Like, when yeah. the music stops. Yeah. <laughs> it's so um, interesting to see that happen because I know that there's a few, I suppose, bigger names that are starting to do a similar thing where they they'll stop the performance and call out, like they'll spot it happening in the crowd, like a particular guy is you know groping someone or whatever it is, and they'll spot it and stop the whole performance and call him out and get him kicked, even, yeah. um, and it's. It'd be, yeah, quite jarring as a member of the audience, but also you watch it after the fact and you're like, fuck yeah, like, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, that's you feel exactly what we want to see. You feel sick. You're like, well, I can just do whatever I want now. You, f- you instantly feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is where having a good, um, a good dialogue with the security and with the bar staff yeah. and everything is really important because that guy could get kicked out, but then let back in by another yep. security guard. So it's like, you need to make sure that they are on top of their shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that guy is never going to forget being yeah, kicked out of his show absolutely like, not. in front of everybody and called out in front of everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then making sure that that person keeps a 40-yard dif- distance from the venue after, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. this is all hypothetical yeah. 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 moments because we're not out there. <laughs> Give me some drama. Give me some live music drama. <laughs> some real life drama. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, uh, it's well, what cool. has been as like I being women and being queer and whatever other part of your identities within the industry been like? Like have you found anything particular to you? Uh, change like people's perspectives or anything? Um, I find these questions a bit difficult to answer um, because, I mean, we play to our audience and uh, that's our identities are part of what our audience love about us and that we we stay aligned with who we are and we end up playing to the people who care and and we get support in that way. Part of part of being a, a woman, I feel, is just always having to raise that bar a lot higher mm-hmm. to be noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we play to our strengths. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Anything on that, Ellen? 
Yeah, I'm just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so lucky to have such a supportive and almost um, like you can see yourselves in your audience. I feel Mm, like that must be so special and make it so much easier and um, to do what you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. They are us. We are them. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It really is. Um, I feel so bad yeah. for bands that just have toxic ass fan bases. You know, mm. <laughs> I suck. know. I know. <laughs> I will. I will say one thing about like um, you know this uh, the conversations that, that have been happening around ageism and Triple J. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I guess that's not just a problem for Triple J. That's a problem in a lot of different domains. But just that as an example, it's mm. like, that doesn't just only apply to your age. It also applies to your gender because you see older guys getting more airplay than younger, you, you know, like mm-hmm, yeah. like I'm 30 now and kind of contending with this idea that I've aged out. Mm. Um, but a man in my situation wouldn't have aged out yet no not at all it kind of reminds me of actors acting like uh, the way that the young woman is always paired up with an old dude like Richard Gere um (laughs) because they're just the the curve the the kind of oh that age curve it's like a like yeah it would be this skewed curve where it dips at like 28, 30 years old for women, yep. but it just keeps going for men. Like yeah. they just do whatever the fuck they want. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I don't still, I don't think about it too mm. much. I just keep playing to my strengths and keep, and we just keep playing to the audiences want to receive us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I do think it's um just to continue that conversation a little bit. Um, I do think like, you know, being, a woman um, in the industry is, you know, predominantly male industry is already like, mm. I guess, difficult. And it's so nice to see um, the amount of bands that, you know, um, with female identifying uh, members. Mm. Um, and I guess just on like aging out and all of that stuff, it's like, you know, like this whole narrative of, um, you know, women also have to consider like, you know, having children, for example, mm, or, you mm-hmm. know, bearing children, whatever, um, if so they please. But like, and it's just like not enough support there mm. um, with mm. that supports like someone in a creative industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, having a child could almost make or break a career because of that time you need to take away from work. You can lose momentum. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, yeah, music, it's like, you know, it's very like the industry itself is kind of like in a way like, you know, you're kind of working all the time but you're also just like on constantly switched on but like there isn't really like a time that you clock in or clock out Mm. and you know things like um you know uh like superannuation for example (laughs) something like that like like that's that's not a thing no um and yeah just something that i thought about recently yeah 
Yeah, yeah Ellen, Ellen takes care of our money situation. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to. Superannuation, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta think about that. <laughs> Have you guys had to, like, pick up jobs during the pandemic or anything to support yourselves with, obviously, the lack of being able to perform and tour? We've always, we've had, always had jobs. Yeah, we've always had jobs. Yeah. Um, there's never been a point where playing music is our job mm-hmm. because that's just not sustainable for living. Yeah. Uh, yet, let's see how the album goes. <laughs> let's see how the album goes. Maybe we'll make millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah manifest it. No. Yeah. But I mean, we love it as well. Like, um, having a separate thing to focus mm. on. Um, I personally haven't been able to work because my job is in the non-essential kind of mm. retail slash hospital. Like I work in a rehearsal studio, so we can't have yeah. uh, bands rehearsing at the moment. So once that reopens, we'll be sweet. But, yeah, for now I am living off of the government. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Same here. And Ellen's been working from home. I've been working a little bit from home. Um getting support a little bit from the government as well. Mm-hmm. Um, best of both worlds. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I would say, like, this uh, whole pandemic, I don't think it's, uh, like, um, where it hasn't made us any less committed to the band either. Definitely. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. If anything, we've had more time to kind of, I guess, you know, think about, what we want to do with it um, creatively. So, yeah. And that is such a major question we have for a lot of people or or that they just bring up is, you know, whether or not they've taken this time to work on their music and their uh, career and whatever or if they're just taking a break, taking it as an opportunity to just, like, chill out and not have to focus on that anymore. Yeah. I really feel for any young bands who have started out and the pandemic just hit like mm. at the moment where they were about to play for the first time or if they've only played a few times and like I really, really feel for them because they didn't get to build up that momentum and build yeah. up that name for themselves. And we had the true blessing of being able to tour in April. Mm-hmm. Was it April? Yeah, April um, this mm. year. I'm, I'm getting so confused. Oh, no, yeah, like, you're oh, right. Here it is. Yeah. What <laughs> it is, what planet we're on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that you know, it built us up again. It kind of, it's like an energy bar if you're playing yeah. a game or something. It's like the, the energy bar goes up. Um, yep. And that's that's what it feels like when you're when you're out there, you're filling yourself up and you, you're you being validated. And, mm. you know, if you're just a young band starting out right now, like, God help you, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's going to get better. And just there's always going to be music. And that's something that that I comfort myself with is when everything feels really grim and, when you don't feel essential as well, that word yeah. that word is getting used a lot, like as yeah. essential work is, and I understand essential work is the healthcare industry mm. and everything that is, you know, it's just a it's just a term, mm. essential work. But I feel like that term It feels a bit degrading. If you yeah, if you think on it too much and, and you start feeling like you're not essential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That can, you know, don't think on that because No. There will always be music. There will, there have been plenty of other pandemics in the history of the world, and music <laughs> is the way that us humans have communicated through tens yeah. and thousands of years of evolution. This music we, is 
communication language. It's never going to go away. And there's yeah. always going to be space for music. Always. We had um, our last episode that went up, oh, literally today actually, Ben Lee. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Um, he, was, he said at one point um, something along those lines where he was saying he's never forgotten, like you never forget how music makes you feel and how it makes your body feel and everything. Actually, I don't think it was included in the episode. I think it was before we it started was before the chat. We started, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, he's just he like jumped straight <laughs> in. Well, it was it came from the fact that he was eating lunch at the start of the call. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and he was like, oh, "I just love food. Like I never I never forget how 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 good food makes me feel." Um, and then he related it and said, "You know, it's the same with music. I, I'll never forget you know the the feeling that I get physically, even when when a, when a song that I know comes on, and I'm like, yes, this is it. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. true. Yeah, that's so great. You got to interview Ben Lee. Oh, it was a goal. It was <laughs> such a mission. Oh, congratulations! That's great because <laughs> yeah, he's just started putting music out again, and like yeah, the latest wait. music video, it's it's outrageous. You guys should definitely Nuts. check it out. Hell yeah! No, yeah. I definitely will. He's a fantastic <sighs> songwriter. Yeah. Yes. Have you guys seen him on TikTok at all? No, I haven't. Oh, oh, it's, <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. <laughs> oh, I saw him duet with Dara, Darren oh, Hayes yeah. from Savage Garden, actually. No, yeah. I did see that on My TikTok. Heart's good to be. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I followed Demi Hines as well. Like, she's on there. Um, yeah, and Sez had a, a duet with Ben Lee and she lost her mind as well. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So many crossovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, from someone that's never been to Canberra before, and you guys are obviously from from Canberra, I'd love to know a bit about what the music scene, like the live music scene is there, and maybe what do you think a, a quintessential trip to Canberra should be? Ooh, Assuming we I'd can do that again. Well, you happen to be talking to two members of Moaning Lisa who actually weren't born in Canberra, but oh, moved shit. there. You did say Canberra-born, but you know I'll let it go. Oh, um, no. This is was, good. This is good, though, because yeah. they can hear it from our perspective as, mm-hmm. as, like, people who moved to Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Newbies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, Ellen was born in Sydney, moved to Canberra for your degree. Is that what you did? Uh, so I was born in Hong Kong and then I was raised. Oh. raised. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, you right. got that wrong, but you got that really yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> raised in Sydney look potato potato like I was I came here when I was like five so I guess you know it doesn't yeah. really matter um and yeah and then I moved to Canberra to study um music mm-hmm. um and yeah, yeah that's how, that's um, how I ended up there how about I you? was born in a small town called Cootamundra two hours from Canberra yeah two and if you're speeding um, <laughs> but, um yeah and I, I lived there for like the first 20 years of my life. So going to Canberra was very much like the big city. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. I mean, Canberra is going through a bit of a time at the moment with the music stuff because, um, you know, it was before COVID actually one of, the most important venues to us was the Phoenix and that had closed down. Um, and yeah. Canberra's the kind of place where it's pretty small, so there are only a few venues. So when one topples, mm. you really feel it. Yeah. You know, it's not like a like a tree falling in the forest. It's like a it's like the only tree in the village falling. Yeah. <laughs> but Canberra's always had peaks and troughs and been very volatile. 
just because it's a young place, I think. Mm. It's a young city, still kind of finding its cultural centre. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Which is well, interesting. Maybe we could get in a whole other podcast about this. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I there, there are more venues popping up and it, I think in the next five years we'll see another sort of boom with Canberra. We, when we entered the music scene in Canberra, I think they were experiencing a bit of a boom. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of support for up-and-coming up artists and we were also doing house shows and there was a big DIY scene. There's a big DIY scene in Canberra, by the way. So that is something that I think, I mean, that's what the, the book on Canberra music <laughs> industry would be called, Cam- Canberra Music and the DIY. <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> so that's the podcast title as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What was yeah. the what was the favorite venue you guys played there? Was it the one that's closed down? Was it Phoenix? The Phoenix, yeah, yeah. yeah so. That's for me. So, it was the Phoenix. Yeah, same. Fond memories because that was also the place where we played our first gig ever as a band. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. They had these Monday night shows where um, it was free entry and people would put money into a pot that that people would carry around. Yeah. The venue and uh, oh god, what was it called? It was called. I always forget what that show was called, Ellen. Oh, for the Monday nights. Yeah. Uh, the the Oh my god. I, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, I even forgotten. Free Monday night show was amazing, and it Monday nights went off like yeah, that's awesome. incredible. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, but man, favorite favorite things to do in Canberra. I'm not really sure on that one. Yeah, that's so fair. If there's not much not to happening. do. <laughs> yeah. Yep, go um, back in time to 2015, 18th of April, mm. Moaning Lisa's first show ever. There you go. That's the quintessential experience. Thank yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Um, what are our favorite places? I would say like, you know, Landspeed Records. Yes, Let's be go to the record store. Yeah, the Phoenix was amazing as well. Uh, I was so psyched that when they posted about our album being on sale at that shop. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, it's real. Like, <laughs> that land speeder selling our record, everything is real. <laughs> I was just all for this. Yeah, I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to Canberra just to go to Landspeed to see our record in the shop. Physical record. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be epic. Oh, that's oh awesome. <laughs> you had a, um, I think it was on Instagram, a post about, um, I think you called Triple J the big dog or something like that. <laughs> the big dog station. Yeah, we always say the big dog station. Yeah, you were like, well, we got played on the big dog station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the biggest dog. <laughs> oh, that sounded really rude. No. Um, <laughs> they are the largest dog in the kennel. Yeah. <laughs> Just stating facts. <laughs> yes. I've got a, um, a job position going at the moment for uh, like yeah, a. Unearthed. Yeah, yeah, content manager or whatever it is, mm. um, which would be sick. That would be the dream. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, and it's kind of like that's the that's the first rung of the of the ladder of you know. Yeah, got your triple J. Um, unearthed programmers that end up, you know, hosting going or- into triple J and doing the mid dawns and then. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, you're Bridget Husswaite. Yeah, <laughs> a household yeah. name. That's where she started. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I'm mm. sure. Yeah, mm. and we've got um, 
I remember we got a because obviously you get notified when someone follows you on Instagram. We got a notification that Claire Mooney started following us. Oh yeah, that was exciting. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. another so honor. Yeah, she's yeah. she's been to heaps of our shows actually. She's mm. yeah, oh, it was legend. one of the ones that was really like barracking for us. I think I, thought, I think I was literally on like your unearth page before, and she had one of like the most glowing uh, ratings for you guys. If she's I'm not a wrong. sweet. Aww. She's so sweet. She is such a sweetheart. And oh my gosh, it's the things that you know. These people you kind of forget are out there, but then you see them at a show, and you're like, "Oh, Claire!" Yeah. What's up? And it's like, God, I miss that so much. Like, mm. seeing these had, familiar um, faces and people that you, you know, you don't see every day, but you see them at shows. You see them at gigs, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I again. just about had a heart attack when she because she sent us a message, a direct message, as well, um, and this was in August last year. I'm looking at it now because I had to find it. Um, saying, "Love your energy and work, girls. Great job putting this podcast all together and sharing your love and passion for music. And love your artist spotlight picks. Lots of love." And I was like, "The you were who? <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, it was very cool. Nice." Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, we might just finish it off with mm. uh, getting both of your top three favourite Aussie acts at the moment. Wow. So maybe yeah. Ellen, Ellen okay. do you want to go first or Hayley? Pressure. <laughs> do you have any, Ellen? Wow, yeah. Um, there's a Canberra band called Peach Lane mm-hmm. who I'm really loving right now. Um, they bring you kind of like... The XX vibes, mm-hmm. yeah. nice, um, which I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Um, another band, oh, Merpire. Merpire. Why does that sound familiar? Yeah, yeah. She's um, she's Melbourne just re- based. Yeah. yeah, just released yeah. a new album, Simulation Ride. Very good. Very very good. Um, just trying to think of another one now. Um. <laughs> Uh, Nina Leo from Canberra as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been really into. Yeah, she's yes. she's amazing. Um, right, nice. Glad to check them out. Yeah. Sweet. All right, Haley. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> to, to for the for the sake of things being versatile, um, actually have been listening to another Canberra act who is now based in Melbourne named Happy Axe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Really gorgeous string arrangements. Uh, first time that I saw her was at the Phoenix and this was, you know, she's actually, she supported us one once oh, time, um, because she would do these live loops with her violin and Ableton oh, and yes. so cool. sing and it was just very, it reminded me of Björk, which is my all time favorite yeah. musician. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's very atmospheric and just, uh, the songwriting on her new album, uh, a lot of our older stuff is more ambient and then this one is like songs, like mm-hmm. words, uh, yep. builds and dynamic range that she didn't really have in the other, earlier earlier recordings. So mm-hmm. I really love awesome. that. Um, on another c- completely different genre, um, Columbus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Columbus are great um, and just put me in the mood to, yep, jump in the mosh. Yep. <laughs> And the last live show that I saw here in Melbourne before this lockdown was actually a Columbus show. And, you know. It was a good sign off. Even if you don't dig their recordings, their live shows are so good. Yeah. Like just, ah, 
And that's what you want to. Energy there is intense. Um, Very, very fun. Pop punk. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Um, That's about it. I am sad to say that really I've just been dipping into some of my old favourites, like from, you know, UK bands from the 90s. So I I really should re-engage with Australian music (laughs) at some point. A lot of people that I've been talking to have really been going back to the music they used to listen to when they were younger, like around yes. in this pandemic time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's comfortable. It's like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We've been having a lot of pop punk playing in our house and it helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. 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 For whatever reason today, I actually had um, Jebediah's harpoon in my head. Oh, my God, amazing. All morning and that voice like, like a harpoon, <laughs> like a harpoon. It's like, oh, I'm trying to make my coffee. I'm very tired. Um, <laughs> Can you stop singing? <laughs> my, uh, my, like, I've got a little Google Home Nest thing. Um, yes. And I had it, I asked it to play some music, I think it was yesterday morning, and I didn't know that, like, I didn't remember what I'd previously had playing and it just goes straight from what you already had lined up on your Spotify or whatever. And it was just full volume Ash Nico <laughs> at, like, 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Was that what you were previously listening to yeah. that night that was giving you energy during the night and yeah. then in the morning it's like you want teenagers? You know, I was like, no, I can't do this. I'm sorry. Just give me some Nora Jones and some yeah. KD Lang. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I need to I need to slowly wake up. Don't give me that. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a rude shock. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much, guys. No worries. Thanks for the chat. Thank you. Awesome. Um, So something like this, but not this, will be out uh, October 8th. So I think we should have nearly posted that by now. But um, Yeah, will this podcast be out by the time the album is out? This will be out in a week's time, so next Sunday, which I don't know what the date is. The the album release is on Friday. Just after. There you go. Whoever's listening... There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Get on it. And to anyone who pre-ordered, thank you. Yeah. Oh, true. Pre-orders mm. are a thing, aren't they? Yep. Yep. You can pre-order yours. Uh, but I'm not going to start telling people to pre-order because it's already out. It's already yeah. out. It's out. Go get it's it. Out. Go listen. Go listen. <laughs> what's, um, what's something that you think listeners will, like, find something that they'll be able to look forward to, something that you're really happy about on the album? Mm. I think as a whole yeah like listen from start to finish because you're the, crazy if you don't do that there's the, <laughs> crazy. There's, you know there's all that don't put it on shuffle you're like oh but yeah. you can put it on shuffle it is the kind of album you can put on shuffle <laughs> so that's fine <laughs> but don't <laughs> we have a lot of nice moments of tenderness and then you yeah. know really full last like yeah rock mm. so yeah and if you've pre-ordered that. the candle as well don't forget to there's light a candle Ooh, light yeah, it there's up. A candle. that's sick oh my <laughs> god we have a custom candle i'm not gonna look that up myself oh my god is there yep. a ge- is there a gemstone inside it i would be surprised <laughs> or, <a tarot> card. <laughs> thought about it we <laughs> thought about it but no <laughs> light, light it up like 30 minutes before you put the record on so the sense everywhere fully immersive experience immersive experience yep. make, sure, make sure you put it, it on a heat resistant surface yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <what>. <laughs> fire safety we love it thank you guys so much for chatting to us um mm-hmm. super excited for you guys 
and hope to see you guys out on the stage soon performing yeah we'll try and make it whenever it happens yeah that's it we'll be out there we'll be we'll wait we'll be waiting yeah for us specifically obviously yeah we'll we'll put you on the door at the bendigo show beautiful we can chuck a review up 100 send us an email we'll get you on the vip list 100 we'll do okay awesome thank you guys thanks have a good day thank you you too bye 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 Do we actually stop or do you edit this out? <laughs> I Usually it was like people a fake just hang out at that point. But <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. shit, I've ruined that. <laughs> I'm still here. See, this is why editing is fun sometimes. <laughs> well, I'll let you go so you don't have to edit this too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see the cat. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. Hi. Oh, beautiful. Hello. She's got socks. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She has, oh, you can, oh follow, um, you can follow Meowing Lisa on yeah. Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. And see our cats. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I, okay, love, cool. I love chatting to other cat enthusiasts. Oh, I, just, I just, animals in general, but cats I've always had and they're just like... The, the ultimate comfort, I think. Yeah, yep. yeah. I've heard um, the saying that anyone who says that they don't like cats, beware of them yeah. because they just don't like things that they can't control. I've seen yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why psych- that's why psychopaths don't like cats. They prefer dogs because dogs are just like. You can train them. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're actually going insane. I'm going to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, it's our birthday. It's our birthday <laughs> as, at the time of recording. As of the um, 3rd of uh, October. Yeah. I don't think that's when we actually released our first episode, though. I think, like, we started no. and we started yeah. posting, like, hi, we're going to be doing things soon. Yeah. I think it was maybe a, literally exactly a month later we posted the episode with Warwick. Let's have a look. I think. Or maybe it was two months. Uh, we had a pilot episode of just you and I. Oh, yeah. The intro. Cute. Cute. Um, That's the only episode I've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> um, that wasn't until oh. the 16th of November. So, yeah, oh, about so a month. October must have – oh, wait. So October and November must have been when we did all, like – because we had, like, that backlog of – um. Of, of episodes. Yeah. Yep. We had like three, two, three. I can't remember. We had Warwick and Lydia. Uh, Lydia, yep. Yeah. Oh, um, God, that feels like forever ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, this um, year has felt like three years, so. Yeah, right. It's so, time is passing really weirdly. It's very discombobulating. Yeah, such a fun word. I'm trying to find their um, their candle. Oh my god! Yeah, I want to see it. How cute! Yeah. I literally immediately immediately pictured those freaking pyramid candles with the and you pluck the stone out of it. What? <laughs> Surely you have one, and it's like a pyramid, and it's a candle, and it melts, and then you get tweezers, and you like pull a gemstone out of it. Didn't you get one of those? Not a pyramid candle, no. Oh. I had a ring candle. 
where it had what? a ring no, in it. Hold on. Um, I'll, send, I'll send you what I mean. Um. <laughs> oh, theirs is weird. Theirs has a, a weird shape to it. Oh, the Soul Terror candles? Soul Terror. Yeah. I think they, they got cancelled, though, for some reason. They probably weren't safe. I think I think it was something to do with how they were getting the gemstones. I don't know. I can't remember. Ah. Being naughty, naughty. Right. Exploiting, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't still Probably. That sounds about right. Um. I swear you had one. I don't know why I thought you had one. Because I have the ring ones. I have two of the candles where you... Who was that? Yeah, you melt it and then you pluck out like a piece of jewelry. Mm, that's I haven't heard of a band doing that before. I really, no. I love different merch mm-hmm. ideas. I'm trying to think of ones that I've seen before, and it's like, wow, that's such a weird thing to have in merch. Well, we're gonna do, do cigarette lighters and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> How can we that still do that one? Oh my god, one that I always think of. I think I've mentioned it on here before about um, the Halsey necklace and it was like a little spoon, like a little Coke spoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> cheeky, very cheeky. Uh, <laughs> and now it's just like a common thing. That's like a super common jewellery piece now. Yeah, literally it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, why wouldn't you try and do something different, you know? Make it practical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have it second use. <laughs> I love it when bands come out with, like, a beer or, like, like coffee or something. I love that yeah. shit. Who is it? Slowly, slowly did coffee. Mm, with Luca and- Brasi. But yeah, I think it was, like, a, a collab. Yeah, and someone else did beer, but I can't think who it was. It was um, not the local one. I know this. I'm pretty sure the Smith Street Band have done beer before. Yeah, like a few a few bands have done beer. Yeah, very Australian. I love it. Yeah, but I'm so I can't. I'm so sure. I'm maybe I'm just making it up. But there's bands that do like hot sauce and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who, but but it's out there. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love oh. it. Uh, oh, so happy geez. birthday to us. Happy birthday. Last oh. week. How sick. Um, we're two years old. Um, we're, I guess, I don't know, I guess we're obviously hoping to keep this going. Yeah. Um, we'll see how long we last. <laughs> what have been some of your fave moments True. so far? Oh, okay. Let's. I'm going to have to look at the um, episodes yeah, and shit. Yeah, I'm going on to the website. I think I really liked... Our episode with Yara. Yes, that was fun. Um, That was like one of the last ones. Was she one of the last ones we did in person as well? Probably, yeah. Yeah, she was the second last. Well, we saw... She was the one before Kingswood. Yeah, but Mm. we saw... um, What are they called? Towns and Teenage Jones in person. Oh, true. True, true, true. So they were our last one. Been very on and off, the whole in-person recording thing. Yeah, fuck you, COVID. (laughs) That one was so fun. That was probably one of my faves, actually, recording at Stay Gold. 
Yeah, that, that was, was pretty sick. Super fun. <gasps> Reside as well. Yeah, they were freaking funny. Oh, I love those boys. <laughs> Where else? Um, and then also, like, it wasn't an episode, but it was like a written interview that I think I did because my audio didn't record. Um, chatting to Gary from In Excess was sick. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was cool nuts. One. I was like hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one's sick. Jack Pierce was really fun to talk to as well. He was, he yeah. He was really fun. Yeah. Where else? Um. Obviously, like, Jess and Jay, that's always going to be one of my faves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easily. And these Easily. guys and these guys and <laughs> <laughs> this band and... <laughs> oh, the little picture that we have all together. It's so cute. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, and right before COVID, we got our first gallery live as well. Yeah, what was the gig again? Where is it? Um, I think we had like two. Where are we? Oh, yeah, gallery. the Holly Hebe gl- uh, uh, gig. And the yep. Pierce Brothers. And the Pierce Brothers before that, yeah. Yes. Um, that was in May, right before everything went to shit again. <clears throat> Absolutely keen to have more on the gallery. Yeah. That'll be sick, because honestly. Lauren takes some freaking good pictures. She does. Just scrolling through. Oh, yeah. I love these ones of the Pierce Brothers. Yeah. With like the blue. The colour, yeah. The bluey greeny. I loved it. Yeah. It's insane seeing the difference between the raw photo and the edits as well. And I think we briefly talked about it at the end of last episode, but I think we're kind of formalising it going forward now about kind of cutting down on the news and focusing more on feature articles and interviews and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We've actually chatted to the team, let them know about that now. And thanks to Moaning Lisa. Thanks to Hayley and Ellen for chatting to us. Yep, definitely um, uh, go check out the album out two days ago. Yeah. Um, speaking from the future. But the Ow. present. <laughs> Ow! I've got a cat on my lap and she's clawing my thigh. This is no ah. time for biscuits. Ow, 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 ow. It is actually. Ooh. Uh, oh, <laughs> thank you. Ow. Bitch. Leg. <laughs> I've got scars. <laughs> Alright, I think we're going a bit loopy. We're going, we're a bit. Uh, yep. So, yep. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Tune uh, in a week or two. Week? Yep. Two. Um, we're going to try and keep things coming as much as we can. If you want to talk to us, um, let us know. Yeah. We like Put chatting. <laughs> we talk so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come do it with us. Yep. Alright, we're tired. Yep. Lockdown side, you're probably tired. Time it's, yeah, time, good night. Time to go. <laughs> good night. It's 5.30. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. bye.